people who excel at high school tennis have been playing for years. Taking lessons, putting in practice time, playing in tournaments, and all that kind of stuff. But right here in the halls of West Warwick High School, there's a tennis player who has been quietly dominating opponents in Division III for the past two years. And she picked up a racket for the first time as a freshman. Last year, she went undefeated in match play during the regular season. This year, she went through most of the regular season unbeaten before losing. And she's qualified for the state singles tournament for the past two years. You've heard her name, in all likelihood pronounced incorrectly. She's near the top of her class academically, a member of the National Honor Society, and probably best known as a softball player, a sport she's been a part of for years. Today I speak with Tiana Lee Kiavangbicic about her success on the court, on the softball diamond, and in the classroom. And most importantly, the correct pronunciation of her last name. It's Kiavangbicic. And don't you forget it. This is the Words with Wizards podcast, your look at the world through the lens of West Warwick High School. It's where we talk to interesting people, visit cool places, and sometimes hit on a big story. And at the end of it all, you'll learn a little more about what's going on in the land of the orange and black. And now, here's your host, a man whose invitation to Patriots owner Bob Kraft's wedding must have gotten lost in the mail, Mr. Eric White. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the show. This is the Words with Wizards podcast, and today is Friday, October 21st, 2022, and this is episode 27. First off, I want to touch on some breaking sports news. Our football team won again last weekend at Johnston 31 to zip, and now they're 6-0 going into the homecoming game matchup with Moses Brown, also undefeated at 6-0. The homecoming game is always a big deal. But this year, it means control of the division and has heavy playoff implications. In other words, it's a big deal. And if you can't be there, you can still watch it live on the WWHS Wizards YouTube channel. We will once again be teaming up with John Parenti, John Botello, and Michael Green from I-105.5 FM and AM 1450 to simulcast the game, which is tonight. And speaking of my friends on the radio dial... I want to send my condolences to the friends and family of Chris Dipola, the owner of DuPonte Communications, which includes the above radio stations, as well as WBLQ in Westerly. He died of apparent heart failure at home last Thursday night at the age of 49. He was a strong presence in the Kent County and Westerly communities and a passionate supporter of local radio, which in this day and age of corporate media, is becoming all too rare. He will be missed. And now, here's my conversation with Tiana Lee Kiovangvichit about tennis, softball, high school, her plans for college, and her last name. It's Kiovangvichit. So, let's get this out of the way right now. 
How do you pronounce your last name? It's Kiovangvichit. Kiovangvichit. Yes. Okay. Seems easy enough. Looks just like it's it's spelled. And I know I think I asked you this one or two years ago when I was in one of your classes and I said, how do you pronounce it? Does it bother you? Well, let's just say this. At this point in your academic career, how do you react to people mispronouncing your name? Um, well, it's not too much of a big deal now. Actually, sometimes, like on the first day of school, it helps me get a connection with the teachers, you know, because they're like, oh, what nationality is that? And then it's like my nice little way in to have a connection. That's not bad. What nationality is, does that derive from? It's Laotian. Laotian? Yes. Okay. Okay, great. And so. Hopefully this podcast can clear up for those who still don't know how to say it. You know, I've heard Kiovanovich, like you're Polish or something like that. And, oh, yeah. You know, um, and all other things. So, I mean, I think people try, but I think they see the length of it and they just give up halfway through or I don't know. Yeah, it's a little intimidating, but yeah. it's phonetic, so it's not too hard. Yeah, it's not hard. Okay, so we got that out of the way. Uh, so... Now on to more relevant topics, okay? You've been the top girls tennis player here for the past two years at least. Yes. Going through the regular season uh, and team playoffs without losing a match. Yes. Past two years. In fact, I think your last loss was in the singles playoffs last year, correct? Yes. Well, more recently, uh, I just had the qualifiers on sat on Friday, I'm sorry, and so I qualified, but then I had to play another match to see where I would seed, yeah. and I lost to the Situate 2. Oh, uh, okay. To sit, okay, and what what what, uh, what division is Situate in? It's Division 3. Division 3? Yes. Okay, all right. So, um, and that's for the singles, for the singles tournament, right? Uh, yes, yeah, so I still qualified, so I will be playing in the tournament in a few weeks, but oh, that was good. just seeding. Yeah. Good, good, excellent. So, um, why are you so good? Um, well, I think it derives from uh, my background in softball. I've been playing softball since I was five, so I've always had that hand-eye or coordination. Yeah. Um, so I picked up tennis. At the end of my eighth grade year, they had the two tables set up in the lunchroom, and all my friends went to the volleyball table, but I just had a, had a feeling I'd do well in tennis, so oh. I signed up for that. So you haven't played, either your first time playing competitive tennis was in eighth grade? Um, like freshman year. The, the freshman. Freshman. Wow. Okay. Because usually people have been playing, a lot of the kids who are yeah. competing have been playing, I don't know if it's a Venus and Serena Williams kind of thing, but you know, some have been playing, uh, taking lessons and things like mm -hmm. that, but you just went right in yep. ninth grade. Wow. So, um, and you are, you're also, you're on the softball team. Yes. Yeah, and we've, we've followed the exploits of the softball team, mm -hmm. you know, uh, which has done very well the past couple of years. How long have you played softball? Um, so, well, I played baseball. I started baseball when I was five with my cousins, and then I switched to softball when I was about eight. Mm -hmm. So almost 10 years now. Wow. What position do you play? I started off at shortstop, but I play center field now. You're in center field. Great. Which one do you like more, tennis or softball? Um, personally, I like tennis more mm -hmm. just because I like the individual aspect of it. I like softball because of the relationships I've made with my friends. Gotcha. Are you looking at playing either sport in college? Um, I think if I was to play softball in college, I'd play club. Mm -hmm. But um, tennis, 
the Rick tennis coach, Adam Spring. He's He wants me to play for him. Uh-huh. So that's one of my interests. And are you looking to go to uh, Rhode Island College? or? Um, it's a possibility. Yeah. What do you want to major in? Uh, I think finance. Finance? Yes. Ah. Could you finance us a new studio right here, you think? <laughs> I could try. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so you must be good at math then? Yes. Okay. Excellent. And you're a National Honor Society kid, right? Yeah. Probably straight A or close to it mm-hmm. student, unlike myself when I was in high school. Okay. So you're thinking of Rhode Island College. Any other colleges you're thinking um, about? I'm going to apply to Brown and then Amherst, as well as UMass Amherst. Oh. Yes. Excellent. So would you want to stay local? Yeah. Okay. How come? Um, I just miss... have a really good connection with my mom. I want to keep that, be able to see her not too far, like a drive away, you know? Yeah. What a good kid. Oh, this is this is the kid my mother wishes she had, I'm telling you. All right. If you're going to, uh, if we look at your game, mm-hmm. tennis, what's the strongest part of your game, do you think? Um, definitely my range, my, my ability to get to the ball as fast as I'm able to. Uh, I had a point the other day. The girl hit it cross court and I was able to get to it and then she, I hit it back to her and she lobbed it right over the net and I was still able to sprint up to the net and get there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's uh, exactly the reason why I am not good. <laughs> Getting places fast is not my thing, but I, I have a brother-in-law who's, who's pretty good at tennis. Um, where do you think you can improve? I mean, the fact, I mean, you, you're playing, uh, you must be playing against some uh, competition that's been playing for a lot longer than oh, you. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, physically, definitely, like, my... My, my strength. I don't hit very hard. I'm very good at getting the ball over the net, returning it, but the strength is hard. But mentally, physical, uh, mentally, tennis is a very challenging game because it's not one that you can just give up on. Once you start, you have to finish it. You have to finish it out. And yeah. if you're not mentally strong, you'll just lose those points one after another. Yeah. And it's I, people get confused by the scoring. Um, and uh, it is just, you know, there are many games within a set. Mm-hmm. And it is just so, I mean, I've been a fan of tennis for years. And one time in another life, I did a story on a gentleman in Middletown who built his own grass court oh, in wow. his backyard. His daughter and I went to URI together. And, and so I was uh, interning at the Newport Daily News and, and did that story. So I got a chance. Have you played on grass? I haven't. It is, it's different. Yeah. It's different. The ball skids oh, and it doesn't bounce as high. And so I was, and, and plus that didn't have much uh, to do with me yeah. hitting it like over the guy's bushes <laughs> and into the street because I'm not very good. But it is very interesting, you know, because it's not, it's the kind of grass that is on a putting green. Oh. Uh, you know, so it's not, yeah. not high like, uh, you know, the grass in my front lawn, which is too high. But uh, it, you do get a bounce, but it skids. And that's why playing on that, have you played on clay? No. Or just, okay, so just, just, some, courts, just yeah. yeah. Clay is a little different too. It's um, your feet slide and yeah, it's it's, it's very weird. Yeah, <laughs> but both of them, that's why some, some people uh, can't win at Wimbledon. Yeah. Because they're not good at playing on grass. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of the pros, any pros that you like to watch? Um, so I actually, don't watch tennis that often. Uh-huh. Uh, if I come across a video, I'll, I'll watch it, but I'm not one to sit and watch the, the, the tennis matches on TV and stuff. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So are you surprised at the success you've had 
the past couple of years? Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, my freshman year, I started off as third doubles, so that's the very bottom of yeah. the lineup. And then my sophomore year, I moved up to fourth singles, where I didn't do too great. I had like as many wins as I did losses. But then I came out my junior year undefeated, so mm. it was just a surprise. What changed in between sophomore year and junior year? Did you do anything different, um, differently? So during the summertime, I definitely practiced a little bit more. There's a court right at the bottom of uh, my street yep. that I that I go to sometimes when I practice. But also my parents, they bought me this um, like little toy thing that you fill up with water, and it has a tennis ball connected to a string, so you hit it and it just bounces back to you. Mm. So. I think that helped me practice a little bit more. Great, great. Um, so here you are wrapping up your senior year. Yes. Right. What would be, what's your goal for this tennis season? I always want to try to improve um, more than I did the last year. However, I have to keep in the back of my head that I'm doing this to have fun. You know, it's my senior year. I want to have a good time. I don't want tennis to be my sole purpose of stress, so yeah. I'm just looking to have a good time this season. That sounds like a good way to go about it because mm -hmm. when, you, when you look at the people who are, are really good, obviously you've got talent and obviously you're good, but you're not letting, it doesn't seem like you're letting it run your life. It's, it's a team you're on in high school and you've got natural talent and if you went up to uh, Rhode Island College, a Division three school, that, that would be a great, that's a great place for you, yep. I think. And, and you know, you're playing at the collegiate level, you can learn more mm -hmm. and still have fun with it. You know, people who are really into any sport, it's hours and hours of okay. practice and practice. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm glad that you have this, uh, this perspective on it. But I have to say, I am sorry it's taken us two years to get around to you because, you know, uh, you know, you don't have many other athletes or teams that have gone through regular seasons undefeated when we, we had our volleyball team, of yeah. course. But, uh, you know, you're one of the more successful individual athletes in this school. Thank you. You know, so it was great. Uh, it's great to have you on. Softball, yes. right? Coming up in the spring. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to go on that for a second. So senior year, when you're going into a sport your senior year, because that's a team sport where I think even though yeah, you lost your best pitcher from last year who yes. graduated. Was it Mackenzie Briggs? Yep. Right? She, she was fantastic. Mm -hmm. I think you have to be one of the favorites to, to compete for the title in Division Two this year. So you're going into that. How do you look at that as compared to how you looked at tennis? Softball is a team sport. So as long as you have the connection between these girls, I'm looking for the same thing, just have a good season. Yeah. But I know that Tennis is more, in, as much as it is a team sport, you're playing individually on that court. So yeah. I'm playing for myself on yeah. that court. But in softball, every single time I step on that field, I'm playing for the team. So I'm doing it for the, the 12, 13, 14 girls that are on my team. Yeah. And they want to get this trophy, you know. I'm going out there with the mentality that I want to win it for them. Excellent. And after last year, mm -hmm. and last year you guys hosted a game that you think uh, that I, that everybody thought you should have won and you yes. lost. Does that fuel this team? Do you think that will fuel this team? I know it's a little it's early mm -hmm. because you're not going to start playing until the spring. Mm -hmm. But do you think that's going to fuel this group of kids 
this group of players that much more going into this next season. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. Especially our coaches. They remember every play. They write down everything, so they have the same fire in them that we do. Excellent. Yep. Great. So we're going to be stuffed into the snack shack at some point, <laughs> broadcasting again, uh, which is a, it's not a bad, what do you think, Riley? Not a bad place to broadcast from. Not bad at all. Yeah. And I'm glad, I think, you know, I think what they need to do is get a scoreboard for you guys in yeah. the field. Because mm-hmm. that's a nice field. Mm-hmm. It's very big. Uh, it's very big. Okay. It's uh, it's a little tough from our perspective to, to, to there's not too many places to put the camera no. where you're not in people's way. But it is a nice field and I think we got to do something about getting a scoreboard for them. You know? So definitely. All right. Is there anything else you want to add? Um, Besides, it's Kiyavangvichit. Yes, Kiyavangvichit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all. All right. So, um, yeah, go keep us up to date and uh, where you're going to be going. And um, thank you very much. I also have to point out that it's usually me emailing you, and you are an anomaly, a student who, number one, reads their email, <laughs> and number two, responds to it very quickly. It could be, you know, 11 o'clock on a Sunday night. I send you an email, and you send me an email back. Oh, yeah, this is what happened, and... You know, um, you know, so and so, and, and usually it's you won and everybody else lost <laughs> lately, anyway. But uh, the the team, um, I, at least last year, you had some uh, some good wins, and yep. I think this year you've won a couple. Yep. So it's not a, you're about halfway over, right? The season's yeah. about halfway over, so you never you never know, you never know. But thank you very much, and Thanks. best of luck to you. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. All music and sound effects for the podcast come from WeVideo, SpeechAllo, and My Instance, which I use along with Audacity to produce the show. This has been a presentation of the Media Broadcasting and Journalism Pathway at West Warwick High School. If you're a student interested in learning more about radio, TV, and journalism, then you can get in touch with me, Mr. White, at ewhite at www-ps.com. More information about the pathway is also below on the YouTube version of this show. And you can also listen to the Words with Wizards podcast on Spotify and Google and anywhere you get your podcasts, pretty much. Part of being a sponsor is that you and your business can get exposure on this and other pathway broadcasts. Funding goes toward the purchase of new equipment, student scholarships, and professional development. You can find more information on sponsorships, which are tax deductible, by the way, at the bottom of the YouTube version of this podcast. Have an idea for a show? Visit the Words with Wizards webpage at www.hstv.com. There's a form on the page that you can fill out to let me know about your ideas for the show. We'll be back soon with more Words with Wizards. Until then, stay safe and stay informed. It's Kiyo Vangvachit, and don't you forget it.